0: Welcome back to the show. Got a good one for you today. Watched a few movies. Watched a couple of Netflix originals. And played some video games. But before any of that, I wanted to get in some, into some movie news. Um, you may or may not have heard that Boba Fett will be returning in Season 2 of The Mandalorian. He wasn't in Season 1, but he's making his his reappearance, I guess, since, um, uh, what's it called? The Return of the Jedi, when he got, you know, eaten up by the Sarlacc pick, pick? Sarlacc pit, um, haven't seen him since, so, yeah, this will be his first time back, you know, in action, I guess, since, since that movie, um, I'm really fucking excited for it. Uh, and also Tamura Morrison. Sorry if I said that wrong. Um, he played Django Fett in the 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 prequels. Yes, the prequels. He played Django Fett, and um, yeah. So basically, Boba Fett is literally a clone of Django Fett. So it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's played by the same guy pretty much because he grows up to be the same looking dude because he was part of the clone army or whatever i don't know the whole like backstory with all that but i know a decent amount probably more than most people well i don't want to say most people but well yeah probably most people (laughs) unless you're a huge like star wars fan you probably don't really know anything about boba fett or his origins sorry i got hiccups I just had some fucking barbecue, and I'm stuffed. Also got some lemonade, so if you hear ice, you know, don't let it bother you. Uh, But also, we got officially the announcement of DC's uh, Snyder Cut of the Justice League coming out. Uh, That'll be released on HBO Max next year. Um... For those of you who don't know, Zack Snyder was working on Justice League and then had a family tragedy and had to step away, and so Joss Whedon, who you may know, directed Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron, came in and basically stepped in and uh, finished the movie. wasn't a great movie, don't know if you guys saw it or not, but I didn't like it that much. Uh, Maybe you guys fucking loved it, but... It wasn't the it wasn't the most well received for sure. Um, the fact that you know a movie like Aquaman or some shit like that would be better than Justice League. You know, Aquaman was pretty good. I like that movie. Still, only saw it the one time. Don't know if I'm gonna watch it again just because of the whole um, Amber Heard shit. She was cool in the movie. <clears throat> and I didn't really, like, know the situation. I didn't even know she was married to fucking uh, Johnny Depp when the movie came out. I didn't know until, like, a few months ago when it all came out that she was a fucking crazy bitch. And I don't say that about all women, just crazy women. Um, but yeah, that's pretty exciting. We're gonna get the Snyder Cut. But part of me is just like, just wait. It's going to come out, and then people are going to be like, oh, yeah, this wasn't very good either. Or maybe it'll be fucking incredible, but who knows? I don't know how they're going to swing it. I don't know what they're going to do or how it's going to be different from the original Justice League movie that came out. um, Whenever it came out, I can't really remember. Um, I only saw that one time, too. Actually, now that I think about it, I've only seen all the newer DC movies once, except for Man of Steel and Shazam. Huh. Yeah, their movies are really not fantastic. Um, I would definitely rather watch a Marvel movie. A lot more successful. And a lot more just better made, I guess. Um... But yeah, that's exciting, and I'll definitely check that out once it comes out. Um, We'll see if it's any better. The last bit of movie news is a little bit old at this point already, but Robert Pattinson right now during quarantine isn't uh, working out or, like, eating healthy or anything like that. Well, I don't want to say eating healthy. He eats, like, oatmeal and shit like that. But he's not, like... Doing the crazy like oh, I fucking eat salmon like three times a day, fucking crazy shit like that, I don't necessarily think it's um like i don't I don't think it's required that somebody be super toned to play a superhero, uh especially since you can do a lot of that with a costume, like make armor and shit like that. I mean look at Ben Affleck for God's sake. Whew, he got a little uh I don't wanna say fat or anything. He definitely wasn't fat, but he, he definitely gained a little bit of weight after uh Batman versus Superman and in Justice League he was like a little bit bigger than than you would imagine a superhero to be. And I don't think that's a big big uh take back from it, because you can literally fucking make muscles with the suit and have it look normal. They've been doing it for a long time. So the idea that an actor has to be, like, fucking toned to play a superhero is just a little outdated to me. Um, I mean, you have to look fit, for sure, to play, like, certain superheroes, but I don't think you need to, like, have a crazy regimen. Is that is that the right word? Regimen? Regiment? I don't know. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with the movie. I'm excited for it. Everything I've heard so far makes it sound like it's going to be a cool movie. Let's hope that's the case. I think Robert Pattinson will be pretty good. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens once that comes out. And once they actually start fucking shooting again. Because, you know, the whole world is on lockdown from what it seems like. I think movies and TV shows are probably going to start shooting again uh, relatively soon, probably next month, because, like, Los Angeles and shit like that, and a lot of places are starting to open back up, so, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see what happens there, and I'll try to keep you guys posted for sure, Um, but yeah, that's movie news for today. Let's get into some movies. Uh, so I watched three movies <clears throat> over the last week. And those are Whiplash, Richard Jewell, and the new movie Scoob. Uh, so let's just talk about Scoob first to get it out of the way. Um, Yeah. <clears throat> if you have children, uh, they might like this movie. If you're a Scooby-Doo fan, you're probably going to hate this movie for the most part. Uh, just because it does not feel like a Scooby-Doo movie. But maybe kids will like it if they're not really familiar with, like, the source material that much. And aren't like, what the fuck is this shit? But basically, they go for, like, a whole superhero, like... Basically, they put so many fucking different plot points in this movie. There was, like, a portal to hell or some shit. And also, like, this dude named Dick Dastardly uh, as the villain who was super unforgettable. I don't really remember what he was trying to do at all. Um, Oh, yeah, he was probably trying to, like, fucking open the portal to the underworld. I don't fucking know. (sighs) Oh, God, this movie was just not good. And I like Spider-Man, or Spider-Man, I like Scooby-Doo a lot. I grew up watching Scooby-Doo and, you know, like, What's New Scooby-Doo and all that shit. And the, uh, the movies with Linda Cardellini as Velma. Um, yeah, and, like, I guess those movies kind of went into the supernatural slash magic realm. But they, I don't know, something about this movie, they were trying to do, like, a whole superhero thing. And I just really wasn't feeling it. I was like, why are you trying to do this? This doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, I get it. scooby has had, like, crossovers in the past. Like, uh, Scooby-Doo and Batman or some shit like that. But it was, like, this completely, like, unknown fucking superhero. It wasn't from some other comic book or anything like that or some other property. Just made up for the movie. Played by Mark Wahlberg. And this is how unforgettable it is. I don't even remember what the fuck his his name was. Actually, it might have been Blue Falcon, but I could be wrong about that. Also, the jokes in here. They tried to make a lot of jokes about, like, millennials and shit like that. And they just really didn't land at all. Um, They tried to be, like, super fucking... I don't know. It was, like, an old guy telling you his perspective on millennials and shit like that and Gen Z. I'm just like, oh yeah, they like fucking, I don't know, fucking weird dancing videos and cat videos and shit like that. And I don't know. The jokes just did not land. It was a brand new movie and the jokes already felt really outdated. Um... So yeah, this movie is just not good. If you're any if you're anywhere over the age of like 10 years old, you're probably not going to enjoy this movie too much. Um and also if you're a big fan of Scooby-Doo, you're really not going to like this movie. Uh yeah, so don't waste your money on it unless you have like three or more kids who want to watch it. Then it's worth your money. Um yeah, just don't don't watch it. It's it's really not good. I did not like it. Um, yeah, so let's talk about some adult movies now. <laughs> I sound like I don't know, I sound like an old person. Let's watch some adult movies. Um Whiplash. Let's talk about Whiplash. It stars Miles Teller and JK Simmons. Miles Teller is going to this music school in New York. J.K. Simmons is this really sought-after teacher who's super intense, swears a lot, throws shit at people, and fucking just causes a lot of emotional pain to his students. But in a sense, the argument can be made that it really does push them to their breaking point and gets them to the point where they, you know they want to prove themselves so bad that they're going to fucking practice harder and harder. Or if they, you know, cave in to all of the uh, aggression, then you know they're not good enough. And that's the thing that happens with Miles Teller's character in this movie, uh, Neiman, Andrew Neiman, but um, the teacher just calls him Neiman and shit like that. J.K. Simmons is fucking incredible in this movie. Probably one of my favorite roles I've seen him in for sure. I haven't seen him in a whole lot, but I've seen him in a decent amount of movies. Um, obviously love him as J. Jonah Jameson, for sure. Um, but yeah, I really liked his character, um, and just how intense he was. The acting was fucking incredible. Uh, Miles Teller was very good in this, this movie as well, and yeah, uh, the music is really good too, um it really got me into like kind of jazz concertish music. I I I really fuck with the uh the the soundtrack here. I actually have a few songs saved on my phone from the soundtrack. Um but yeah, really good movie. Uh really good music in the movie and it's also shot very well too. Uh especially like one of the last few scenes in the movie's uh when Andrew is playing drums. Just the way they shoot it is really impressive, um, and just really creative, too. So, if you haven't watched this movie, I highly... I just had a stroke. I highly suggest it. It's a fucking incredible movie, and I don't know what more to say about it. It's, It's definitely worth your time. The next movie I want to talk about is Richard Jewell. Um... How would I describe this? So, if you're not familiar with the history of Richard Jewell, he was a security guard at Centennial Park at the Olympic Games in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, or some shit like that, I think. Um, back in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, some shit like that. Uh, I don't know the exact time frame here, but it's basically the Centennial Park bombing. Um I don't know a whole lot about the uh the guy that actually did it. Um or like any of like the extra information. I just know what I saw in this movie. Uh and also this movie is directed by Clint Eastwood, which he is fucking old as hell. So the fact that he made a movie this good at that age is really impressive to me. Um yeah, this movie is fantastic. I can't remember the main guy's name. He I don't know if he's in a whole lot. I feel like this was one of his first few movies. Uh Paul Walter Paul Walter Hauser. Um also Olivia Wilde was in this. There was some controversy surrounding her character once or when this came out, but <clears throat> I don't know. I don't I don't really pay attention to controversy or anything like that. I can understand why there was a little bit, but if you watch it, you'll probably understand too. Uh, Sam Rockwell was also in this. I've said multiple times that I'm a huge fan of Sam Rockwell and his acting style and his approach. And I very much liked him in this movie. Uh, I liked the dynamic between his character and Paul Walter Hauser's character, Richard Jewell. Uh, Sam Rockwell plays a basically his lawyer slash friend. And uh calls him radar <laughs> which is cute. Um Kathy Bates is also in this. She when I saw this movie, it was right after she lost like a lot of weight, and holy crap, like girl, she looks so good. Um Yeah, Kathy Bates. I love her. She's such a great actress, and I love seeing her in any movie she's in or T V show for that matter. Um who else is in this? John Hamm. John Hamm is in this one. Uh yeah, so good cast. Uh good story. Well very well made. Uh and just like a really touching story about this guy who's being prosecuted for not only doing something that he didn't do, but acting as a hero in an event that he's later, you know, um, convicted for, well, I guess not convicted, just watch the movie, (laughs) I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ramble much, much more on that, um, it's a very good movie, and if you like movies about historical events and shit like that, and especially recent history, uh, I would definitely check it out, it's a good movie, well acted, good script, um, And get very well directed to. Um, So yeah, definitely check out Richard Jewell. Alright, so I watched two Netflix originals over the last week. I watched Love, Death, and Robots and Middle Ditch and Schwartz. So I'll start with Love, Death, and Robots. Which is a lot like Black Mirror if it was shortened down quite a bit. Um, You could probably watch this whole season... Actually, is it one season? I think it, yeah, I think it's only one season. Um, they're gonna have a second one eventually, but it is a lot like Black Mirror if it was shortened down a lot. Like these episodes are really short; you can probably finish it in like under two hours. The whole season. Um, yeah, I like the show, but it definitely felt like it was copying. Or I don't want to say copying, but it was. It was. Um, definitely taking a lot from black mirror especially the intro kind of reminded me of black mirror as well uh for god's sake tougher grace is in like uh, the third or fourth maybe second episode i don't fucking know he's in one of the episodes uh alongside uh, what's her name mary elizabeth winstead uh that was probably my favorite intro or intro, that was probably my favorite episode if i'm being honest um I don't know if if you're looking for something that's not going to take a bunch of your time and just kind of something interesting and funny and kind of thought provoking. Um, I would definitely check out Love, Death, and Robots. It's it's definitely an interesting uh, interesting watch, and it won't take you a long time to watch it. Um, so yeah, maybe check that out if you have Netflix and you're interested. Um, yeah. So uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz. It's Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. Um, And basically what they do in this three-episode kind of... uh, Not arc, but like three... Yeah, not like an arc, but there's just three episodes of them going on stage and doing these long-form improv bits, basically, where they play a bunch of different characters and just kind of make shit up as they go. But basically at the beginning of the episode, they take a story from somebody in the audience and then they just kind of roll with that story until the end and uh I found it really funny the only thing that I found dragging a little bit was the long form version um the thing I like about improv is switching it up and like doing a lot of different things but they stuck with the with you know the one topic for the whole kind of uh, close to an hour um it didn't ruin it for me, but I would have liked it if they would have, like, done more than one kind of story, I guess. But, um, that being said, I thought it was really cool. I love Ben Schwartz and Thomas Middleditch. Both of them have really good chemistry in this, and I would love to see them and more. And I hope that they make more of these long-form improv episodes. I would definitely watch more. Um yeah again that's a netflix original as well both of these shows that i talked about were so if you want to go watch those that's where to go watch them at uh also Patton oswalt has a new special out ah fuck i need to look up what it's called i always try to plug specials when they come out um jerry seinfeld also had a special come out but i am not really a fan of him i think he's kind of a dick Uh, Jerry, if you're listening to this, sorry, you're kind of a dick. Uh, also sorry if you're a fan of Jerry Seinfeld, but just, just a lot of the stuff that I've seen just makes me think that he's kind of an asshole. Um, but yeah, Patton Oswalt, what is the name of your new special? I believe it's called I Love Everything. Yes. No. Yes. Right? Also, there's a new movie coming out called The King of Staten Island, which I believe is directed by Judd Apatow, stars Pete Davidson, and also Bill Burr is in it. He's been talking about it on his podcast here and there. Uh, That comes out June 15th. I will be watching that and reviewing it because I'm excited. I love Judd Apatow. I love Bill Burr. And Pete Davidson is pretty funny as well. I like him on... uh, Whenever I see him on SNL and shit like that. And uh, yeah, I think he's a funny guy. So Um, yeah, definitely look out for that movie. I'm trying to find his new special still and make sure that I am plugging the right one. I believe it's called I Love Everything. Yes, it is. Uh, So yeah, go check out Patton Oswalt's new special. I'll probably be reviewing it next week. Just because I did not get a chance to watch it. Um, but yeah, I'll probably... Again, I'll probably review that next week. Um, what now? Alright. So now, let's get into some big big brain stuff. Uh, not really. I have been playing Spider-Man. Um, the PS4 version. And... I really want to talk about it because in the span of like three days, I beat the whole like main story to it. Um, There's still quite a bit of shit I need to go around and do. Uh, There's a lot of like hidden Easter eggs and little trophies and shit like that that you can do and crimes that you need to stop. So there's still a lot you can do after after this story. And there's also a DLC that I'll add once I, uh, once I finish everything else. Um, but, yeah, this is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, probably my favorite game of all time, like, period. Um, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, obviously. Uh, and, yeah, it's just a really well-made game. I'm really excited for them to make a sequel, I hope, in the future. Um... I'm also really excited for the Avengers game coming out. It's made by the same company, I believe. So it's hopefully going to be connected. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for that. And honestly, if you haven't played this game, uh, chances are you might not have a PS4. But if you do and you haven't played this game, what the fuck are you doing? Go buy it. Go play it. Play the whole thing. It's fucking incredible. Uh, It's a lot like Arkham like the Arkham games, kind of, uh, the Batman ones, except you're Spider-Man, basically, and, uh, I mean, I don't know, just some of, some of the things that you do in the game remind me a lot of the Arkham games, but it's not too much of a copy where it's like, oh my god, I'm literally just playing an Arkham game of Spider-Man, um, it definitely stands on its own perfectly, I fucking love this game and the voice acting is really good and the characters are great and it's the most comic book feeling uh Spider Man that I've had with any any Spider Man like movie, game, T V anything. It feels the most like Spider Man out of out of everything that I've watched and played and seen. Just, um I do like Tom Holland's uh, version of Spider-Man. I think that's probably the best we've gotten so far in terms of the movies. I do really love Tobey Maguire, but at the same time, he seemed like he was really old at the time when he was Spider-Man. I don't know. That's just a personal opinion. I do love Tobey Maguire, though. Those movies hold a special place in my heart. Tom Holland's a great Spider-Man, but the best uh, adaptation of Spider-Man is definitely the one in this game, uh, just feels the most like the comics, I guess, and, uh, especially with the, the villains, they they also made the game, like, I, I don't want to say realistic, because, you know, how realistic can you be when there's a guy <laughs> slinging webs and climbing up buildings, um, but they made it, A little more realistic than the comics would be. And also the physics that they use. In terms of web swinging is really good. Uh, It makes sense. Your web isn't just like going into the sky. It's actually attaching to something. Um, And the graphics are great. Uh, What else do I got to say? Yeah. Uh, The controls are pretty easy to figure out as well. Which is really important for games. Um, Especially if you want to do cool combos and shit like that. They definitely make it easy to know how to play it, which I appreciate because I'm not always the best at playing video games. But, yeah, if you haven't played this game and you have a PS4, go buy it, go play it, and, uh, you will not regret it. If you don't have a PS4, unfortunately, you will not be able to play this game, uh, unless you buy one. So, go buy one, I guess, if you have the money, and play this game, uh because it's honestly worth it in my eyes. Uh yeah. It's a good game. Um so yeah, this this uh episode was kind of short this week, but uh hopefully next week we can have a little bit more to talk about. Uh we will see. I'll probably be watching that Patton Oswalt special as I said. And got Lots of movies and TV that I'm still meaning to watch, so I'm sure I'll have plenty by the time I get back next Saturday. Uh, Yeah, so without further ado, I'm going to plug my shit. Uh, I'm on Instagram, it's pop underscore culture underscore podcast. Uh, Also, I'm on Facebook, if you search, um, oh shit, I think it's at pop culture podcast SH, that's my Facebook page, go like that. And also, if you go on that Facebook page, you should be able to find the links to my merch. I got two shirts available right now. I have a PCP popcorn bucket uh, shirt with, you know, it's like a popcorn bucket. And then it has the word PCP on on the bucket. Um, it's a cool shirt. And then I have a Kill Bill inspired one. That one's fucking cool as fuck. So go buy it. Uh, yeah, that one, that one I'm pretty proud of. I made that design on my own, and I'll probably be making more designs in the future. I got a few ideas. Uh, anything else? I have a Twitter as well. It's, uh, at PC Podcast 20. The PCP part is all caps. I don't know if it matters. Probably doesn't, but, uh, I don't really use the Twitter as much as I do with the Instagram and the Facebook so, yeah, definitely go follow me on either Instagram or Facebook if you want to keep up to date with everything I'm posting and shit like that. Um, trying to think. Uh, wherever you're listening to this, follow it. And yeah, that really helps me out. Um, yeah, pretty sure that's it. Thank you guys for listening, and go follow my pages and shit like that. And yeah, just have a good week and I'll see you guys next Saturday.